Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, dudes and dudettes. We've seen this guy on here before, and, uh, well, he's Waldo. He's a lot of cool things. He is a Vosser chugger uh, due to some sickies here. He's cleaning out the the toxins that he probably contracted uh, from Cincinnati, from the dirty Bengals fans that were lingering the streets last weekend. Luckily, he was surrounded by the Browns backers on a barge, bitching and complaining pleading Ohio to get gambling in Ohio, the CEO of Ohio, a former Ohio Wesleyan baller, shot caller, 20-inch daggers, I don't even know, Suriot. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, the intro, I tell you what, I didn't think it would get better than the last time I was on. It got better. And, yes, you know, I think anybody's a baller compared to Cade Cunningham's stats this year. We were just talking about that. And the fact that he's he has 12 points per game, but he's shooting like 28% for the field, which is absurd. I think, I think I could get 12 points a game with the amount of shots he's taking at the NBA level right now. How many, how many, how many shots is he taking? I, do, he's do we take, know? It's, it's like about 15 in that ballpark and that 15, he's like a mid teener on the, on the shots per game. So I feel like, I feel like he's taking more. I feel like if to get 12 points, oh, but he's also, he has free throws too. Free throws are good. He's 93% from the field. What does he have? But, like 10? Because, like, why, is, <laughs> why would you even hack him at this point? Just let him shoot. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. He's only played five games, too. Yeah, he's late start. So we'll accumulate the uh, early season shooting woes to just not getting enough NBA reps. Right. We'll get him. Well, it's a little sample size right now, but um, this is just all to basically prove that Evan Mobley. Uh, is the rookie of the year. Yeah, can we be, like, real honest with each other here? Like, what's realistic expectations for Evan Mobley? Is it top 25 of all time or top 10 of all time in NBA history? And the second part of this question is, what makes him comparable to LeBron James already at LeBron's ages, uh, LeBron's current age? And what skill sets already make him better than LeBron James? Well, first really? off, he, he, didn't leave, uh, he didn't leave Cleveland twice. So, and then and top 10, top 25, honestly, um, pretty disrespectful f- by you all. Like, just to think he would not even crack the top 10. I tried I to be know. like real, I tried to be somewhat realistic. I didn't want to be too much of a homer, but yeah, I, you don't want to be biased. I get it. I mean, I, I thought it. company of like LeBron, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, and LeBron would be, you know, fair, but a little aggressive, you know? I, I, I guess that makes sense. You know, you don't want to reveal your homerism right now but i to be to be real though um i'm so happy they drafted evan mobley i didn't think the tall lineup would work but boy does jared allen and him i mean they play evan mobley has the most contested shots and block shots in the nba this season um as a rookie which is it's super impressive he has a very high intellect for the game so does jared allen um, Darius Garland's playing lights out basketball. And I think the yeah. X factor, the glue to this team is Ricky Rubio. He's playing amazing. He's playing his best career basketball right now. He's 31. Okay. Chris Fetter, uh, uh, from, uh, Akron Beacon Journal last night said it. He goes, I don't know how to say godsend in Spanish, but that's what I would, uh, that's what I would use. <laughs> Ricky Rubio. But yeah. Ricky. So I don't like a lot of things Chris says sometimes, but I like some things that he, I, I really like some things he says sometimes. I think sometimes he goes negative on purpose. He takes like the Tony Grossi route for some things with the Cavs, but I also like some things he says. He, I, so that's, that's pro, a good one. Are you pro or anti Grossi? 
Oh, come on, dude. He's blocked me twice. So my twice? First how, do you account, get, how do you get my, blocked and unblocked? Well, my first account got suspended for a music copyright or like four or five music copyrights, <laughs> um, which is another story. But uh, second time I got back and then he tweeted some bullshit and then I made a video about him and then he blocked me immediately. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I thought maybe you got on like unblock me, Grossy, and please your case just so you can turn on the next day and get reblocked because that'd be epic. That would be better, honestly. Um, but I, I am definitely one of the only people that can say I have been blocked by Tony Grossy twice. So I'm happy to be a part of some elite company, maybe only my own company, to be honest. Maybe, with you. maybe you can get a Hammy Award on ESPN 850. Who's worse, Grossy or Hammer? See, you know what? I like like Grossy outside, like in when he's like analyzing things on like the radio or like Brown's talk shows isn't bad. And he used to be really good. Like he was the reason Arm Odell didn't get into the hall of fame, like a bunch of other things. He's, I mean, he was great, but now he's like, he's taking this stance to be like an incredibly negative Brown's fan and, and almost to a point where he's senile. And it's just, so that being said, I, I like him. It's like, I don't, I hate him less. I don't hate anybody, but I would, I don't like Aaron Goldhammer. However, I think Aaron Goldhammer is a shithead on purpose. Yes. I, he, he is doing this on purpose. I, I, it's genius. He, as much as I hate him, like his job is to get a, if the more we hate him, the better he is doing at his job. Like it is not an easy role to come into an enemy territory like Cleveland when you're from Denver and a Broncos fan with the already hate you, the whole generation of like the Rust Belt 90s and 80s workers like hate your guts already by association, then come in and take the worst, most unpopular takes day in, day out. Get the phone calls of saying, like, are you gonna talk about Kathy Griffin and the sound check you mo- <laughs> Here's the thing, though. It's like everybody needs a heel. Like in the WWE, like if MJF or someone went out, be like, what do we do now? Like with Trump out of office, you know, a lot of people like news reporters like what? Like, what do we talk about now? When like when Obama was out, it's like, what do do we talk about now? So like Jake Paul, like people want him out of boxing. It's like he's the best thing for boxing in years. He's revitalizing the sport. You got UFC people trying to get their payday because they don't get paid over there. You need that. You need the heel as much as people don't like him. Um, It's every yin needs his yang. So that's uh, I I forget what that was getting. uh, I forget. Oh, Goldhammer. Right. Because who was worse? Who was worse? Goldhammer or Grossi? Yeah. So, I mean, as much as we don't like Goldhammer, like without someone like that, it, it just drives conversation. So. Well, if even with Grossi too, with sorry to interrupt, but with Grossi, no, good. but with, with Grossi, it's like he asks a bunch of questions that are yes, very dumb, but he gets memorable sound bites out of that. And that's what people need to remember is like, you know, something like how why would a reporter ask that question? Um, because Baker gave an all-time answer with Jesus Tony or like something like that. Like, so in, a, in, in some sense, you have to thank people like Tony Grossi that get these like awesome sound bites out of people. Yeah, like Greg Williams, like, are you Tony? Yeah, we're not here to talk about that. Like, yeah, so like, yeah, yeah. Like he he is like you said, it's 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 all an art form, and the people that are outside of the uh, the world of uh, media, they just see them on surface what they are, and that would be a really tough job to have. They can have right. it for sure. But let's go back to the Cavs real quick. We know we were talking about Evan Mobley, you know, and we're obviously very high on him as anybody should be at this point. Yes, but what? Do you think has been the secret sauce to the Cavs fast start, man? Um, I think defense is a super important thing. I mean, anytime you uh, have a bunch of seven footers, a bunch of Amazon rainforests, 
in the paint. Like it just makes it really hard. Um, and they've been super efficient. Uh, I think it's been tough in years because Sexton and Garland, yes, two great players. They kind of gave me some Kyrie and Deion Waiters vibes. I think seriously, like Ricky Rubio's veteran presence, his leadership, and just the way he like plays really smart. He plays really calculated. He's been playing his most efficient basketball. I mean, he's had his most points per game. Yep. Um, he's up there with assists. I mean, he had his career high with 37 the other day. I just think they're, like you said, they're, they've been very good at every position now and they seem to be a little deep. They, they can go, uh, they can go eight deep and I can be confident in them. Lamar Stevens kind of scares me at points, but he's also played well at points. Um, and then, you know, if Kevin love, if he ever comes back, he looked, he didn't look horrible. I mean, he's not like, he's not a $30 million a year player, but he's been playing his best basketball since 2018. Not saying as good as 2018. Oh, don't, but- uh, oh it's so, it's such a bad sample size between, it is, but he's he's playing like he's playing a good bench player role. Like it's it's not great, but it's better than the last two years. I right. still want him to be traded. Uh, I hate saying that, but it just it has to come to an end. But it's it's not going to happen. So, yeah, at this point, he's just trying to milk out what little bit he can do because at this point, Cavs looking for a contract detrimental to the team. If he would act out of line, so they can get him out of town. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think he likes being here, which is kind of nice for a, a person like him to enjoy the city. I mean, he's been here, what, eight years? This is his eighth year? Seventh? He's, he's the only one that didn't leave. Like we, so we, he we was given that. So LeBron and him were here for four years, correct? 14, 15, 16, 17. Four years. So 14 eight, to 21, 22, yeah. So this is the eighth season. This will be his eighth season. Pretty crazy. I think that out of him and Kyrie – and LeBron, that K Love would be the one to be here the longest. Yeah. Wild man. That not on my bingo card. Not on my bingo card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whoever put the futures on that one at Vegas is collecting a check. Speaking of which, I bet Dolphins money line tonight. I've won. So DraftKings sponsored our uh, podcast. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. It's mostly because of the company I work with, but I'm not. Uh, Dude, I'm not who say. cares? Fake it till you make it, man. Go with but- it. I've won five out of my last six bets. I bet Jaguars money line last week. I bet Browns money line. My friend took that as, okay, I'm going to put them in a parlay. He put $50 on the Browns and Jaguars money line and won 650 bucks. The, the Jaguars money line paid out so well because nobody thought the Jaguars were going to beat the Bills. And for some reason, I was like, we're gonna, I'm just going to put $5 on the Jaguars. Like The money line was ridiculous. So... Yeah, that was a, that was a monster payout. On, Actually, tonight would have been a, a monster payout too. Speaking of tonight, yep. uh, Veterans Day, I'm definitely more American than you are by our apparel here today. I do want to commend myself on the, on my Veterans Day attire just for you, brother. Uh, but big, big, <laughs> big, 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 big AFC North implications tonight. The Browns, our Cleveland Browns, got a breath of fresh air with a very big loss and upset tonight to a. Coming in like an old dirty gym sock in the second half and leading the Dolphins behind their very everyone keeps trying to give like all oh, two it came in. It was the defense that won the game for Miami tonight. And Mr. Uh, Lamar, MVP, I'm putting up better numbers than MVP last year. It's like it's a ticking time bomb waiting on him to just have an absolutely implosion. It happened tonight. Big game for the Browns. Let's talk about it. Yeah, here's the thing. Um the Browns, and this isn't this isn't even a troll job. I tweeted this. 
The Browns look like the best team in the AFC North right now, and it even becomes more mind-boggling as to how they lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They blew out the Bengals, who blew out the Ravens, and the Bengals also beat the Steelers, if I'm if I'm correct. So it's just it's it's funny. Lamar just the Dolphins defense give him credit. Played incredibly well. Lamar was twenty six of forty three. He had a garbage time touchdown. So I'm I, I mean you can count that. It's good. It's whatever. He's on my one fantasy team, so I'm happy that he scored. But twenty six of forty three, two hundred thirty eight yards. He had he only had thirty nine rushing yards, which is insane because he tip he's had a few hundred yard games. Nine carries for thirty nine yards. I mean he was flustered. He did not play well at all. The Dolphins. I don't. I don't know what they necessarily did, but they just what they just pressured him, and Lam- they kept changing up the defense, and Lamar just couldn't read anything. They and were bringing they- in a lot of speed off the edges tonight. They were doing a lot of corner blitzes, outside linebacker blitzes. They were bringing the speed, which the Browns have with guys like Jock and uh, Grant Delpit and uh, James and Johnson. Browns can might you might see a lot of outside heat coming the rest of the season on Lamar because he got roughed up. Well, this is incredible. This is this is the best thing that could have happened for the Browns because, like you said, we are one game out now. Browns are five and four. The Ravens are now six and three. Now you also have uh, sixty minutes of game film on how to beat Lamar Jackson, and this, this is for anybody. The Dolphins had two wins on the season before this. They had a backup quarterback, technically, and Tua come in for Jacoby Brissett. You are eight, the Browns' defense has made big plays. They made giant plays. I was in person for it last week against the Bengals. It was unbelievable. First off, aside from it being a fucking home game in Cincinnati, it was unbelievable. But now you have a blueprint for how to beat Lamar Jackson, how to shut him down. And everybody, I don't, I don't want to hear a damn Ravens fan Give Baker Mayfield any fucking slander ever again. Lamar Jackson not only lost to the Miami Dolphins, he got destroyed by the Miami Dolphins. Bringing the hammer down. Oh, you know, you hate to see it. You hate to see him on his back the whole damn night. And uh, yeah, on he his got- back more than Mia Khalifa. Woo! Woo! The Miami Dolphins porn star reference. I got it. My, well, Miami. Uh, Did you even know that she's from Miami? Not that uh-huh. I would know. I mean, I read about it once in a blurb. I actually, have, I actually have never like. First off, I don't even watch porn, so I like. I don't even <laughs> I, like. I just, I, 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 I like reference her in my videos all the time because, like, I just like. I think you can reference someone blown. that's been in the game like ten years at this point. Because God, we were like still like juniors in high school. I think when she came into the scene, you know, and everybody. I, I don't. I don't know. It's kind of funny. I just read we all the stories about it. We went the on only, that probably way too long, didn't we? We did. The only reason I know about her that was because she like got paid like shit money for all that stuff, and I was like, "Damn, that to do all that those videos and didn't even not get paid." But uh, going back to going back to the Ravens, <laughs> the reason I said it, Lamar Jackson got sacked also four four times for twenty eight yards. Um, that there was one play where Sammy Watkins should have caught like a sixty yard bomb, maybe toe tapped it in for a touchdown. Yeah. But it's not even like the it's not even like the Raven uh, the Dolphins offense did anything impressive. Um. Two it was eight of thirteen for 158 yards. Jacoby Brissett at 156 yards. So I mean, 300 yards passing is not bad. I mean, it's pretty good. That's pretty yeah. solid. But no touchdowns. I mean, it was it was all defense, and Tua had a rushing touchdown, and that was it. I mean, it really wasn't that impressive of a game by Miami, other than their defense absolutely shutting down Lamar Jackson. So I'll say it time and time again. But Joe Woods, you better be up, and you better be def- you already better be putting this in the archives on how to beat 
the Baltimore Ravens and more in particular Lamar Jackson. Yeah, there's a, a lot of speed coming at him tonight. Uh, so let's see what old Joey Woodsy dials up there. Um, so you were at the Browns-Bengals game, and it was at Cincinnati, and you kind of mentioned it. It was kind of a home game last week for the Browns. What was the vibe like there? Because I know when Austin Hooper caught that first touchdown, it sounded like the whole stadium was chanting, hoop. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, well, first, that Denzel Ward play was unbelievable. Um, like we like, I like they were marching down the field. I'm like, oh my god, like I still think Baker's gonna do good, but it's gonna be like a it's gonna be this like shootout game. And it was absolutely actually, no, Hooper didn't score the first touchdown. I think that was uh, that might have been Donovan Peoples Jones. I was just saying, like, the first time that he caught the ball, they were, they were oh, 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 you yeah. hear, I'm sorry, yeah, I completely yeah. heard that wrong, but so that's all right. When I'm I, saying, I probably smuffled. That definitely didn't. <laughs> when I'm when I say it's a home game, it, it was literally a home game. There were more Browns fans there than Bengals fans. I mean, you could ask anybody there. It was like you know how they do like the shots of like the fan cams at the game. They couldn't do one without a Browns fan in, which one is really tough because everybody's wearing like orange, brown, and black, and white, right, and whatever. Right, but secondly, right, right. there just was so many more Browns fans there than Bengals fans. I could not believe it. It literally felt like a home game. It was the coolest thing ever, and the Browns. They gave up some yards and Jamar Chase kind of screwed some things up. So like he kind of went back to his preseason thing. But it's just funny to me. Like there were so many weeks where Browns fans who potentially are some of the most toxic people on the face of the earth. Like I'm I'm okay with saying that. They were calling it's they were calling for Joe Woods to be fired. Well, guess what? Joe Woods put together a great game plan last week. And you know what? He's put together some great game plans. This like so far this season as well. I love Odell Beckham Jr. I really do. He sent me a signed jersey before. He's such a nice person. I think the Browns and Odell are better off. They're separate ways. I'm happy he went yeah. to the Rams. I think it, I think he's going to succeed. He could potentially win a Super Bowl this year. Wouldn't it be crazy if the Browns and Rams were just saying play in the Super Bowl. But to go back to the game, absolutely electric. Um, just just such a fun experience. Bengals fans were great. Like it was just a, it was just a really good vibe, good atmosphere. Like Cincinnati's a great city, um, and it's a, it was a much needed win, and now a much needed loss for for the Ravens. I mean, if if the Browns win against the Patriots, they're half a game out on Baltimore. And then here's the thing: if they can keep that, like the Ravens can win the next couple of games. Sure, the Browns play as everybody knows the Ravens two. Two times in a three-week span, they got the Ravens, a bye week, and the Ravens again. There are so many things that can change, and I just want to thank Brian Flores and the Ravens defense because, I mean, the Dolphins defense because, holy cow, I mean, what a blessing from God right now (laughs) for the Cleveland Browns. And, like, the weather, you turn it on, and, like, it was raining and just nasty, and you just got that vibe, like, oh, man, tonight could be that night. Yeah, a uh, lot of lot of Miami turquoise-loving Turk, peoples up in the Northeast Ohio area tonight, especially up on the lakeshore, for sure. Um, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yep. 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 Sorry, I thought you were going to – no. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're, we're allowed to have one, you know, well, one miscommunication in, like, you know, two shows, so it, it's all good. I'm not going to lie. I don't have the screen up, too, when you're talking. I'm looking at stats and stuff to try to, like, like piece things together. So that was definitely on me. I will say, though, I'm just saying, there's a hotel in Miami. It's called the Clevelander. Just saying. 
think there's a lot of mob. I think it's where Jimmy Hoff is buried at, actually. That's uh you might he's some somewhere near there. Also, that's where the Lebertard show is is uh that's where they have the show. To me, he'll still be by all he'll have the best interview of all time when he just went absolutely off on Rob Manfred. That was the most epic interview. Uh, Google that one. That was a good one. It is good. I'm happy they're on Spotify and some other independent stuff too. Them and uh, yeah. Pat McAfee. Like it's just yes. I don't know. Anyways, that could, that's another rabbit hole we could go down. Yeah, 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 yeah. But for tonight, though, we are talking, you know, we're talking Cavs, we're talking Browns, we're talking AFC North. I mean, it is just a great time to be a Cleveland fan. Now we got college hoops mixed into this whole this whole batch. Um, who 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 is Sir Yacht's favorite college team? What's your squad other than Ohio Wesleyan? <laughs> so so big Ohio State guy, um, just being pro Boy. Ohio myself, IO. And um, but I really like Auburn football. My girlfriend went there and I've just fell in love with them. They, they're like kind of underdogs, like the, like the Browns. So, uh, I've actually met some Auburn fans that are also Browns fans, which like they're from Alabama, but they don't have a team. So they root for the Browns. Cause it's like the same thing. I mean, it's pretty, it's, it's super cool. So like, I never hope they face each other because people are like, Oh, like, wouldn't you be happy if they won? I'm like, no, I don't know. I don't know who I would root for. Honestly, I guess I would have to go with Ohio state, but I, it's hard rooting against Auburn. Like I really really like Auburn. I catch a lot of heat. Excuse me. I catch a lot of heat for that, but you know, I, I'm first off and madly in love with the woman that I'm dating, but I, I just, I don't know why. Like it's When's the big day. Uh, well, our anniversary is our, our third anniversary is Sunday, which is cool, but uh, we're going to get married before she gets into her residency. So I'm going to propose in about a year and a half. We're going to document it. Yeah. We'll do it live on the, uh, we'll do it live on the show. Yeah, we can do dude sports sessions. Suryat gets married. <laughs> Dudes and duets. Prepare for the proposal of your dreams. You know, you know what's you know what's funny. Uh, this this reminded me of something. Um, when it was announced that uh, Mac Wilson's like uh, I don't know how you say like it, it, girlfriend, wife, baby, mama, whatever, whatever the case may be, that she was pregnant and they were going to deliver on like in August. I commented under his post, and I was like, "Congratulations, Mac. Would love to have uh, your girlfriend." Um, give birth to your uh, son live on our podcast or something live on our live show or something. And he just goes, LMAO, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there a Browns like, player that had to deliver his baby on the highway a couple of years ago? Oh, I don't remember. I, I yeah. that sounds familiar, but that's it's wild. so Browns. I, I, like, you know, there's, this is like, like for everyone like watching, like, this is like the life of a Browns fan. Like we're living like a normal football life for the first time ever, because normally we're worried about like who delivered a baby of his girlfriend on the way to the stadium. Cause he was late for film session while him and Johnny Manziel were passing doobies out in like the hotel pool. Uh, on a swan talking into walkie talkies full of money like you know that's what we're normally used to so the fact that we're talking playoffs in week nine we are a blessed group of people right now (laughs) we are we are and and there were so many people two weeks ago that when they lost the Steelers wrote them off and I got so much shit being like oh Baker's not Baker's not the guy Baker's not the guy they're done they're done fuck all of you Seriously, I mean, first off, they're in the hunt right now. Have you Woo! seen the Have you seen the AFC playoff picture right now? Yeah, the Browns are in the hunt at five and four. The people in front of them are six and three. There's like two teams. There's so many five and four teams. I'm like, I'm telling you, 
they're they're going to blow this thing open. I think they're going to beat the Patriots. I think they're going to beat the Lions. I think they're going to play very well against the Ravens. And then the Ravens again. If, hey, if they split with the Ravens, that's okay with me. Honestly, if because they, they just haven't been able to figure out Lamar. But they're, I'm telling you, they're going to be just fine. They, I mean, they have a serious chance of winning the division. They really do. I don't. I don't necessarily think they're going to, but I, I would not be surprised with a fifth seed, fifth seed in the postseason. You know, it, it was killing me like on that steal. Like after the game, like I saw they were going to lose, and I just turned it off. I just turned my like phone off, and I'm like, because like I couldn't get on Twitter and uh, toxic Twitter because it was just ridiculous. Because I knew nobody would think about the fact that they were still a half a game fucking out of the playoffs, even with the loss. I'm like, we are a half game out, and we are just, like, done with the season. Like, I just – it's like – like on Julian, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Like, it's just crazy to me. Like, it just – Browns fans just, like, they, the bitch to bitch. It's like, you know, it's like they're not – they refuse to let themselves be happy with anything. It's wild. What it's is so wrong annoying. with us? What is wrong with us? I'm like, not taking credit for all those fucking idiots. No, no, that's what they are. The, those aren't the. Those are the ones that hopped on the fucking bandwagon. Get out, GTFO. Get on your little hoppy pogue along stick and get the fuck out. Yeah, that's just. That's it, man. That, that that's it on that one. They suck. Sucks so to dumb. suck. It sucks to suck. You know. I'm tweeting something right now that I'm gonna just cause violence. So many Browns fans wrote off Cleveland after they lost to the Steelers and gave shit to people that were that had a positive outlook on the rest of the season. It's far from over, you miserable clowns. How much? Hey, by the way, can we talk about something here real quick? Yes. Your your life on Twitter is a wild one. You retweeted you retweeted one of mine last week of the that don't impress me much, <laughs> and I yes, get. A guy's like, you don't really think this is good, right? I'm like, yeah, I think it's entertaining. He's like, can we agree this is horrid? I'm like, Jesus, man. I'm like, can't we just like, be, like say nice things about somebody? You know, like, who wait? So, who, so was somebody talking smack to me or what, what about was... you? Man, I had your back. I had your back, man. Oh that's, yeah, that's, see, that's, that's what, tough. That's what we do. Yeah, you don't you have know, to. I appreciate like, you, like, but just... you really don't think this is good, do you? And I'm like, I don't. I think it is. He's like, man, this is horrid. I'm like man like well you're entitled to your opinion but it kind of sucks here's the thing uh i don't i don't condone anybody to defend me on the internet or defend other things because you will get the wrath that i'm supposed to get but it'll just get passed on to you i do appreciate it though more than you know however that is the internet for you and that is why i i have my notifications on sometimes when i don't want to see them and when i do i laugh because i know i fucking won because they're wasting their damn time uh hating on me does this shirt look like I'm scared of a good fucking time? It looks like you're born the fucking U.S. of A. We're back-to-back I, World War champs. Thank you very little. I mean, I kind of pit, wake up in the morning. I piss excellence, you know, and it's kind of just how we do things. I use this shirt. I change my kids' butts with it, you know. Don't even make a mess because the shirt prevents it from happening. And then, uh, What was that part? Yeah. What was that middle part? What was that middle part? You use that shirt to change your kids' diapers? No, to wipe to wipe their I, asses. I wear it because I don't have to wear a diaper because I can just go and it's just gone because this shirt has magical powers, which oh, uh, it's called freedom. It's called freedom, and it's called it's called working, and it's called blue collar. Yeah, I'm a rust belt kind of guy, just like you, rust man. belt kind of guy, just like me. I put you. We we both put our pants on 
one leg at a time every day. The difference is we got magical powers because we're for free. We're a free country. Dude, I was worried about your legs and your ankles on that music video last week. Those pants were a little tight. Yeah, I was cutting off the circulation to my balls. I was worried about. Um, I, thought, I thought your toes. Look, I got good. skinny legs. Look, I got skinny legs, and you know what? You know what? I, I'm proud of them too. Do I skip a, a leg day or seven? Sure, sure. I I may do that. However, uh, I don't know. I think that's why you're not feeling good. I think you cut off circulation to the upper right. half of your body for at least a good hour. I still have sex whenever I see my girlfriend, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Twice on a good day, but if he does, I see her. I see her once every two months. So, you know, dude, that's like six six times. Then good for you. Good for you. Well, yeah. Well, you know. Hey, hey, you know. Hey, we don't. Hey, we. I love her. It's okay. We don't kiss and tell. We don't kiss and tell. I apparently I do. I don't know. (laughs) She she knew what she signed up for. You were you're kind of your stuff's kind of out there a little bit. Yes. So what's uh so you got what's going on now? You got uh you getting cheesy this weekend. You got the Wisconsin game, and then you got uh, Lambo. You're gonna have to hang out with Cole Curley, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hanging out with uh, Aaron Rodgers and, and Giannis. Um, Dude, do you already have been? You're sick. I already have been. I've been hanging out with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Bastard. That's where you got the cheese head from. You clever Boom. dog. Boom. You, you see the vision. You see it. <laughs> After t- throwing quick slants to Randall Cobb with Aaron Rodgers, yeah, I you know I thought that um I thought Odell was going to go there. I thought that make a lot made a lot of sense. I I really did think um I thought it'd be cool to see him there. I thought actually though I thought he would go to the Chiefs because they really need a second wide receiver, and um that honestly would have helped them immensely. However, I, I don't know if anybody saw the Rams. Apparently, they made a last like second push, and because they like have Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, so yeah, and, and they just released Deshaun Jackson because he didn't get that many touches. So it was it's a very puzzling move. But Odell, like you know, big entertainment guy, um, you know, loves Los Angeles. I mean, that's where he lives in the summer. So honestly, a great move for him. Um, I mean, it's, it's a one year thing. If it doesn't work, he can go somewhere else next year. So. Yeah, I mean, he structured out the deal the way he wanted to, to where he was going to get become a free agent no matter what at the end of the year. And I, I think that's what he really wanted. I think he wanted to go on the J.J. Watt uh, recruitment tour to 2.0 like he did last year. And that, and that's fine. You know, like you said, it just didn't work. Sometimes it doesn't work. I'm personally happy. And last thing we're going to talk about here is that basically they took I love what um, I, I want to take some time to give Andrew Barry a lot of credit here. They took the money they saved from the Odell Beckham Jr. release for the cap hit next year, and they reallocated those funds to get Batonio and, more importantly, in my opinion, Wyatt Teller locked up. Wyatt Teller is the cog of that offensive line. He's the bulldozer. He's the road grader. He is Bill Callahan's protege, and he has been uh, you know, brought in by that bum John Dorsey that brought in no good talent for us. Everybody ran out of town and rode off, but you know, anyway, that's beside a different point, um, and totally – embraced the uh, gave un- bowls of onions to Steelers fans at uh nice uh, Bender's Tavern up in up in Canton. But anyway, uh, no 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 sour milk there at no. all. But no, brought no, him no. in for a six round pick and we got him locked up. So now the Browns offensive line 
everybody except for J.C. Treader. J.C. Treader is locked up for this year and next, but every starting five lineman is under uh, contract for at least the next two years and four of the five are under contract for at least the next three. I love it. I love what they did. Well, you know what's so, so funny, too? Um, I have two comments based on what you just said. First, I loved uh, John Dorsey. The only issue with him was he created a toxic like bureaucracy to where he was kind of the puppet master and stuff and the hire of Freddie kitchens, which I was backing. And a lot of people were, it was very confusing. Yeah. Um, and he just, he, but like from a scouting perspective, I mean, he nailed it. Like his picks last week, Baker, Denzel Ward, Nick Chubb, Absolutely killed it. You have Wyatt Teller, like you said, who they extended, and they, they gave up a fifth and a seventh round for, which is an absolute steal. I mean, to have that line solidified for the next few years, it, that is such a blessing. And that is one of the best lines in the NFL. If and he brought in J.C. Treader. Yes, he did. I mean, and, and got Kareem Hunt here as well. I mean, they, it, he's done a lot of great things. I mean, he missed on some picks. That's what people are like, well, but he missed on some things. It's like, yeah, but he hit home runs. He hit All some right. dingers. And here's the thing, though, too. He got us a quarterback. Uh, right. <laughs> like so, the thing we were missing since 99. Like he got it. And like we hate him. Crazy. No, I mean, but so a lot of people also are taking that they're like sign all these people, like the offensive line, Batonio and Teller, to like, oh, they're not going to give Baker a contract. They're they're focusing on that stuff. That's a, you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of the people that are like, go get Saquon Barkley at number one and get your quarterback at number four. Whoever falls. That's what you get, but you get Saquon Barkley. To them, I say, you're an absolute freaking stooge. Listen to this. If you don't think that Baker is a guy right now, if you don't think that Baker plays differently with Od- without Odell, despite there being, you know, Crazy. not even just a sample size, but like very pure empirical statistical evidence for this, you're crazy. You are crazy. The Browns are a much different team. They proved it against a a, a, good, a much better Bengals team than we are used to. A seeing. good team, and they should have beat the Steelers. They will beat the Patriots. I think they, it, they're not a favorite. I, they're not a favorite against the Patriots, if I if I'm correct. How and how does like that? How? Because it's. I think Vegas is super confused, and I think they I think they think a lot of people are going to bet on the Patriots and. But here's the thing. Here's why I took the Browns last week. They were a, a two and a half, three point underdog. And it was because they didn't look like a good team. But then they had the, without Odell. It's I'm not putting everything on him. It's just Baker doesn't play the same with Odell in there. He runs freelance routes, which will work in some offenses. But in offenses that have a ton of structure like Kevin Stefanski's, it will not work. So it just is just so different. It, it took me so long to like admit because I, I definitely knew, and a lot of Browns fans knew. But you want a superstar like Odell, and it doesn't make sense that it didn't work. But after a while, you're like, you're finally like, yeah, it just isn't working. So I'm happy it worked out the way it did. I wish Odell the very best because I think he's a really good guy, and I hope he works out on tangents. But to go back to my original point, real quick, um, to solidify that line, amazing. But Andrew Barry is not dismissing Baker Mayfield by getting the line. It quite, quite the opposite, actually to have a line to have, you need somebody to protect Baker Mayfield. So this, I mean, I love these moves. So shout out Odo Beckham senior. Uh, thanks for shout all out. Yeah. Shout out those posts. I really appreciate you. Well, and you know, and this is where the analysis of Tony Grossi really does come into play and where he's so smart. Cause he's talking about this. Um, he actually talked about this months ago and I loved it. 
And basically what the Browns are doing is they're signing everybody. Like they've talked with Baker, contract negotiations fell through. They're locking up everybody else. And then they go to Baker and be like, listen, man, we got a Super Bowl caliber team here, or at least playoff, however they're going to sell them on it to play a Super Bowl team. And like, we got your line locked up for three years. We got you wide outs. We got you multiple tight ends. We got you the best running back in the field. You can leave all that if you want. But this is how much money we have left. And then they're going to try to get Baker Mayfield in this quarterback-friendly, team-friendly contract. And then they can keep putting all the money in the in the defensive secondary, you know, the offensive line, the running backs, the wide receivers. This is a genius, genius play by Andrew Barry because he is forcing the Baker camp to take a very team-friendly deal because there's just not enough money left over after all this. And Here's it's because he too. walked away. Yes. Exactly. And it's not like they're going to pay him 10, 15 million a year, which I would take, but listen, they're going to, I think they're going to give him 30 to 35 million, which for Baker is pretty good. And for any quarterback is pretty good. I mean, you got Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes that are making absolutely ridiculous money and you know, they sure do they deserve it. Sure. But it's going to hurt them long-term right now. They have it so that Patrick Mahomes isn't making as much on average, but in a few years it is going to go up. And I know there are ways to manipulate the cap and things like that. I think the cap is a fucking myth. Well, I think this last year proved it's a myth and I think there's going to be rules to tighten that up. That's what I think. I, I hope so. But look, yes, Baker, but how much money is, is enough money? He's making so much money off progressive and Hulu commercials and uh, Nissan commercials and everything he does. 30, 35 million, and you have a team around you. Look at Patrick Mahomes this year. They do not have a defense. They're struggling without Sammy Watkins and or uh, you know, Demarcus Robinson or uh, McCole Hardman, like somebody like a second wide receiver. They, Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill are not enough. They do not have a running game. Patrick Mahomes looks lost. And Look, can big, you imagine? Big, hey, what's that contract looking like now in four years? Ooh. Holy moly! Look, here's the thing: did we put did we put Patrick Mahomes on a pedestal too early? I don't know if that's necessarily the answer yet. He won a I, ring, so it doesn't matter what he really costs. Patrick Mahomes could not win a ring the rest of his career, and people would think he's the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't know. I like Patrick Mahomes. I think he's a little cocky at times. I don't, um, I don't like him at all. He puts ketchup on a steak. Yeah, well, I don't like his brother, but I don't think communist. His shirt would be a sickle and a gold star. Yeah, no thanks. That'd be LeBron more so because LeBron is a communist. But oh, oh, um, we're trying to just trying to get stir the pot. LeBron is is not a well. I'm not going to say LeBron's a communist. I'll I'll somebody else say that. But um, he's a communist. I I don't know. Here's the thing about Patrick Mahomes. Um, He had a great first four seasons. And he's in what his fifth season right now, and he's by far having his worst season. He has so one of the highest interception rates in the NFL right now. He just is not looking good. And this is exactly why Andrew Barry is doing all these things right now. It is not to dismiss Baker. It's to be like, hey, we cannot pay you $40, 50000000 million and keep all of these guys. We are going to sign these guys first, and then here is $30, 35000000 a year. Okay, we'll give you more guarantee. Here's the thing. If they get a, if they're going to do like the 30, 35 mil, they'll give them. I, I guarantee you the contract will be fully guaranteed, if not super close. Like it's going to be a very team friendly deal. But Baker's going to get a lot of incentive to take 30 to 35 as opposed to. But, but listen to this, though. Listen to this, though. If it's thirty five million dollars a year or whatever, 
is he really going to leave to go to another team that's going to pay him $40 million a year? No. Is that going to matter that much in the grand scheme of things? No. Well, Baker just screams, I'm willing to do what it takes to win. On With everything he said. Down. And how, well, how many times have you seen a, a quarterback like leave in free agency when, when you have, when you hit a quarterback, it's, it's somebody basically that like leaves because they've drafted another quarterback, not, Hey, we've got our guy and he left because it's just, it's not like the NBA when you have a quarterback, I think it's getting to that though. You think, you think it's going to look what Deshaun Watson did, man. He dug his feet and he said, I ain't playing. And he's kind of setting the precedent going forward that eventually these players are just going to hold out to where they get their way. He also has 22 sexual assault allegations on him, but well, you know, little, but you, but to be fair, too to much be fair. About, you worry too much about the gray area and small details. <laughs> here's well, we should be worried about that. But here's the thing, though: even without that stuff, he was not going to play another down in Houston. And then all that stuff came out, and people were like, oh, it was just so. You know, I mean, I guess him. we could take off like the like the Aaron Rodgers thing. Like he wasn't coming back till they renegotiated his contract. You know, he kind of had them by the cojones, and he's quarterbacks and know they have these franchises by the Gahonas are starting to flex a little bit. I just don't see Baker Mayfield doing that, especially he's when, not the guy. I will well, say bad, bad reference. He's he's they've set him up so well. They have a great defense, a, an incredible running game. If they can keep Kareem Hunt health, they can keep Dearness Johnson. Like what a luxury the Browns have right now. Um, even with Kareem Hunt out, even with the question of uh, Felton and Nick Chubb and John Kelly being out. You still have Dearness Johnson, who's okay. Nick Chell will probably come back Sunday. There's hope, which is nice. But, like, what, what an absolute luxury the Browns have right now. So, if I'm Baker Mayfield, I'll take 30, 35 mil in a heartbeat. He's set up financially for life. Like, I get it. Like, you know, I like and if I put myself in my shoes, I'd be like, well, I'm surrounded by this great atmosphere. And, you know, but I'm like, of course, you want to make as much money as you can. But how much money is enough money? Is, is my question. And it's not to say Baker's like selfish or whatever. We're good. But almost fell. We're good. That was We're a scare. Good. There was a cat. We're good. I, yeah, I'm almost. Fine. Almost. Heart, no, no. Go ahead. I saw the thing move back and I was, I was ready for that thing to go down. So I'm happy. To I, know but Baker, was, yeah. I don't know. But he's like, he's still going to make a, a crap ton of money and a good amount of money. But We'll we'll see we'll see what happens. I mean, he, he has the option. They picked up his option next year, so I would imagine this off season they would have to give him some sort of contract. You don't want the free agency thing looming into next season. So then what they're going to do is they're going to reevaluate for next year franchise tag. They can start franchise tagging him next they year. They can, but I just give him a contract. I, I don't yeah. like the franchise. Jerry Jones played way too many games with Dak Prescott. Oh. I I did not like that. I I think that's a leg. bad. I don't think – look, listen, especially it, it would be such a bad thing if Andrew Barry gave all these contracts to Nick Chubb and Joe Batonio and Wyatt Teller and Miles Garrett and Hunt. And, and Hunt, and then he's playing the franchise. Like, I just could not see that in the bajillion years. I mean, I think the way Baker is going to play, which in my head he's going to play very well the rest of the season because they play better with Odell Beckham Jr. for whatever reason or another – I think Baker is going to get, I think Baker is going to get a team friendly deal. That'll give him some fully guaranteed money, five, six years, maybe 35 million a year. That'd be my guess. Oh, 35 mil. I think that, yeah, that would be great. I think it's going to be closer to 30. I think um, I would take 30, but I, I I don't know. We'll see. I'm not the guy has to pay him. So 
No, absolutely not. Uh, so uh, what what do we got next after Wisconsin? Are, are we allowed to know what's going on after that, or is it week by week with you? It's week by week, but I'll, I, I can let you know. Um, after this week, so I'm going to Wisconsin Northwestern and then the Packers uh, uh, Seahawks game. Next week, I'm going to the Thursday night game, which is in Atlanta, and it's the rematch of the 28-3 Super Bowl Patriots-Falcons. So I'll see the Patriots after they play the Browns, which is kind of cool. And then we're, we have a day off and we're traveling to Tuscaloosa and I'm watching an Alabama game, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, they're playing Arkansas. And then the week after that or after Thanksgiving, I'm going to be in New Orleans and then I'm going to be in Minnesota and I'm going to be in New, uh, in Tampa. And that's this year. That's this year, he says. Well, I'm glad that out of all of that, you take time to hang out with all of us dudes and dudettes on this podunk little town we got, uh, show we got going on here. And uh, also, Northeastern Ohio, you're the absolute man. Hope you get to feeling better soon. Seriously, we need you back to 100% because I need a lot of dumb content to laugh at over the weekend. But I mean that in the most positive way possible. Ladies and gentlemen, dudes and dudettes, our Lord and Savior, the CEO of Ohio, Suryat. Tony, thank you so much for having me on. I love to come on as much as you, you have me on. I, I really do appreciate it. And uh, best of luck to keep killing this podcast. It's a lot of fun to be on. More people should be listening. We need, we need more dudes and dudettes, uh, you know, checking this out. It's good well, stuff. Organic growth, organic growth. And on that note, he said LeBron James is a communist, and that's it. Oh, my.